0: the Daytime Confidential Podcast, brought to you by DaytimeConfidential.com. On today's show, the 2016 Daytime Emmy nominations have been announced, and we have our reaction, so stay tuned. Jamie Giddens, welcome. Hey. Jillian Bowe, welcome. Hello. Sarah Babel, welcome. Let the games begin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I wanted to throw in a Hunger Games quote, and then all of a sudden I couldn't. Uh, Mike Jubenville, welcome. Hello. Well, the daytime Emmy nominations are out. We also, along with the nominations, we found out that this year's daytime Emmys will not be televised. Two big people who won um, or who received nominations were Anthony Geary and Ron Carlovati, which is interesting from a behind-the-scenes perspective, considering all the stuff that went on with Anthony Geary's exit. Jamie, what do you think of it?
1: Well, I mean, you saw the picture I chose to run with.
0: Yes, and I loved it. I have to say, I loved it.
1: Because, you know, Tony said he never met the writer, which is, I, I was told from the very beginning that that's complete and utter bullshit, that they had met, on multiple occasions, and that Tony had told him how much fun he had playing the fluke storyline, and blah blah blah. So anyway, I mean, we
2: yeah. saw it in Logan's interview too. So sorry, Tony. Uh, you so were yeah. Good, uh. So
1: you know, but yeah, I just thought, well, what a perfect cap to you know, finally for a denouement on the, that whole situation and that ugly last year. They're both nominated, um, but yeah. So I hope and pray. That, Adopt ron, him. that it will you know whatever happens it'll lead to bigger and better things for him and i hope and pray that tony continues to stay happily ensconced in amsterdam
2: <laughs> i hope okay. Dobson moment that's me the petty person in me is like i want a dobson
0: moment for ron well all four of the dramas were nominated for best drama so everybody gets a it's a ribbon, at least when it comes to nominations. We'll see which of those four end up with the actual big win. But let's dive into the acting categories. Uh, lead actor nominees are Tyler Christopher, General Hospital, Anthony Geary, General Hospital, Justin Hartley, The Young and the Restless, Christian LeBlanc, The Young and the Restless, and Christoph St. John, The Young and the Restless. Jillian, who is your, who is your pick? And who is your dark horse for this kid? That was a deep pause when you said Christian LeBlanc. You were like,
2: hmm. <laughs> mm, my pick would be Christoph St. John. He had a lot of meaty material. And I think it will be Justin Hartley's horse to win up in this race.
0: FYI, Eric Braden was robbed.
2: So there you have it.
0: So you think Justin
3: Hartley could upset Christoph St. John? Yeah. Okay. Mike? I think the pick will be Justin Hartley because um, he has some great stuff. Uh, but the dark horse would be Tyler Christopher from General Hospital. Okay.
0: You think he could upset him, huh?
3: Uh, depending on what he put in, yes. I have okay. something in mind that I think that could swing it, but we'll see. Okay. Jamie?
1: Um, I am actually thinking that Tyler Christopher might really – surprise everyone and take this category mm-hmm. um it, it would be a unique choice and i feel the work he did in nicholas going to, from the good prince to the dark prince was impressive um i pray we're not all sitting up there having to listen to anthony geary once again you know prattle on after he basically his said over and over again that he resents this industry and doesn't want it on his tombstone and blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, so...
2: He was supposed to be in Fiddler in the Roof or something. Shut up, dude. Yeah, so (laughs)
1: um, I'm very happy to see Justin Hartley on this list. I, too, feel Eric Braden was robbed.
0: Okay, Sarah. um,
4: I'm thinking, well, let me put it this way. I'm rooting for Justin Hartley. He came in and just made the character of Adam his own. He made but yet he managed the difficult task of continuing to have chemistry with the love interest from the prior um actor, and he's just been so fun to watch, and you know how daytime. You know, his inferiority complex comes in. They'll be like, ooh, he did primetime, and he came back to daytime. Now, that said, because the universe hates me, it wouldn't surprise me if Anthony Geary gets oh. another damn award. <laughs> yeah,
3: right.
0: I know. See, sir, that what was point. what I was thinking. It was like in, in this category, for me, I was like, I don't want him to win, but Anthony Geary will it's win. It's
4: just like he people just have this, this thing, you know, that he's like yep. – Amazing, you know, actor that he is—Meryl Streep coming on high wow, to grace wow. him for their presence. And it's, you know, I mean, I'm hoping that his, you know, his bitchy remarks upon his exit soured some people on him, and they'll just for real watch the the reels. And the other person who, like, I could actually see upsetting just because he's won one before and the Emmy, seem to love him is Christian LeBlanc. He didn't have—he okay. did not have the material. He was not a lead in this past year, but. You know, people just were submitting all over the place,
2: so.
0: Okay. Well, I, I agree with you. I think Anthony Geary's probably going to get it. Uh, don't want it, but we'll see what maybe happens. he
2: won't come. Maybe he won't come. Maybe he'll be in Amsterdam running amok. Whatever. Yeah, maybe he won't show up. I mean, if he does win whatever i'm just saying i don't want to see his mug well we won't see it because they ain't airing it or putting it on well he could
0: he could be the maggie smith of daytime the dowager countess who wins in absentia
1: <laughs> no um, because she always gives her all in every performance and doesn't skype again.
0: i was just speaking for the award <laughs> show every time you see maggie smith nominated for an american award show it's always a picture of maggie smith because she's never in the audience
2: that's hot but it's
0: yeah, uh, lead actress in a drama series. The nominees are Tracy Bregman, *The Young and the Restless*; Cassie DePiva, *Days of Our Lives*; Mary Beth Evans, *Days of Our Lives*; Finola Hughes, *General Hospital*, and last year's winner, Maura West, *General Hospital*. Jamie.
1: I am so happy to see Cassie DePaiva on this list after, you know, the work she did on Days of Our Lives and, you know, having to deal with Eve's grief over her daughter being killed by the eyebrow wax killer. Um, and she's such a trooper. She got fired. And, you know, that that's just I really would love to see her get up on that stage. That being said, this is going to be a hard category because Mm -hmm. Fanola and Mara gave, you know, incredible performances last year. Mara with um, Ava's cancer battle, Uh, Fanola lost the love of, you know, as Anna Devane lost the love of her life and then, you know, went down a dark path of vengeance. Um, Yes, Marybeth Evans, I adore Marybeth Evans, I have since childhood. You know, I made a joke about it. All I remember last year of Kayla was, shut up, mama, shut up, Patch. And then, you know, with Tracy Bregman, um, I feel she was more supporting in the whole Michael Cantor story. I don't really feel she was leading. Again, you know, this is a category of people who I have adored since I was a little boy, you know, spending his lunch money to buy soap opera weekly. Uh. But... I don't feel that everyone in here was a lead, so I am hoping for Cassie Piva, but one of the GH ladies could pull it out.
3: Mike? I agree. I think uh, the GH ladies had some uh, good stuff. Maura West was pretty much acting in a room by herself. Uh, and uh, so hey, I you ain't he, even no credit, yeah. Michael Easton, for being <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, no. He was supporting all the heavy It was really about her, so... Uh, and then, you know, Finola Hughes, of course. He's a,
1: he's a, uh, a ficus plant bite. <laughs> <laughs> he's an iguana. Was he a sick?
0: <laughs> he's a Venus flytrap.
1: Like, he's holding her purse, he eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay.
3: I do like the Mary Beth Evans. She's always, always good. But, yeah, I do think it really has to go to Cassie DePaiva. Her scenes about her daughter were so raw that um, she just really brought it. Even though most people – did not like the character and they were kind of happy to see her go. She was able to make you feel that she lost something in it. So uh, I would love to see her win that.
2: Julian. Oh man. Um, the GH ladies, this is going to be tough because Fanola brought the house down when Duke bit the big one, it was fantastic. It's going to be tough for me to figure this out. It's gonna, You know, I don't know. Either GH lady would be fine for me. I think Cassie DePiva, this may be Kathy's. Sorry, Tracy, I don't remember what you did besides, Michael, you got to beat this booty cancer. Like, that wasn't lead <laughs> material. That really wasn't lead material. And Mary Beth's Kayla, like, Jamie summed it up perfectly when Patch was like, Patch was like, hey, sweetness, get your bitch ass out of here. Like, that's that's not lead. That's not lead. So Cassie Depiva versus one of the
0: GH ladies. Okay, uh, Sarah.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've got a root for Cassie DePaiva, not only for all the reasons that everyone's mentioned, her wonderful performance, um, but just be it's almost like a Lifetime Achievement Award because she never got the DME rec- recognition she deserved. Like, for all the years, she was amazing as Blair on One Life to Live. She's just one of these people who's been consistently great and hasn't gotten a lot of recognition for it. You know, she sold, and this year, she... She sold the affair with JJ. She sold, you know, she was heartbreaking in the scenes when um, Paige died. I almost was sad that little non-entity was dead just because she made me feel it. And so, I mean, I would just like to see her get it for, in the same way that, like, the Oscars would be like, all right, finally Al Pacino will give it to you for Scent of a Woman. Like, this, you know, she has been in this industry since the 80s. She always conducts herself with class and grace. And, you know, she has not said a single word against Days of Our Lives for mm-hmm. writing her off. She has, seems to have gotten along with everyone on every single show she works on. And she's a real advocate for daytime drama. And I just, you know, she was a trooper, hung out, hung, you know, Prospect Park, all this stuff. I mean, so I really would like for her to just get the recognition she deserves. That said, just in pure performance, man, Finola was every Finola and her were a tie for me. And I could see Finola winning over her just in terms of her being Anna Devane being such an iconic character. Um and she really did have great material with well for months, she really did kill Carlos until they decided she didn't, and her, you know, her mourning of Duke. Um, I love Maura West. I, her, you know, she was great in the cancer scenes. I'm just like, I almost feel like those weeks she was forced to spend as Denise sort of, like, in, you know, unfortunately tainted the character of Ava a little bit for me, which was not Maura's fault at all. Her performance, she did as well as anyone could possibly do with that ludicrous storyline. And Tracy was in Tracy and Mary Beth Evans wandered in from the supporting category. I I don't know how that happened. I don't even know what made them think they should submit there, although they were clearly right.
2: So, you know, now Kayla's a lead. She wasn't in 2015. So. This is Cassie's second nomination ever. Like how wild is that?
0: You know, I am Team Mora. No. Uh, so, of course, I'm picking Mora West. Um, I do think that Cassie DePaiva, I would not be disappointed if she won. I asked some people on Twitter what their thoughts were about the, lead, uh, the acting or the nominations. And uh, Miss Kevin504 says I'm okay with most of it, but hate the fact that Anthony Geary is nominated again. Uh, and then we have here uh, Jarly Fan 2015 who goes, Cassie deser- deserves to win, end of dot dot dot. I'm pretty sure they meant to say story. Let's talk a little bit about supporting actress in a drama series. The nominees are Laura Lee Bell, The Young and the Restless, Jessica Collins, The Young and the Restless, Lindsay Godfrey, The Bold and the Beautiful, Peggy McKay, Days of Our Lives, and Melissa Reeves, Days of Our Lives. Jillian, who do you have for supporting actors? What? Todd Ferry. No, I don't.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, this is an interesting one. Wouldn't be mad at all if Lindsay Godfrey took this home and was like, ta-da, bitches. Would not be mad at that at all. Again, this is wild that this is Laura Lee Bell's first nomination. Um, Jessica Collins put in work when she had to sell that turkey buffet storyline of, you know, another manscaper who liked to put paws on people and then got raped and all that jazz. So, wouldn't be mad if it's either Jessica or Lindsay. Ugh, Peggy McKay. I mean, I guess her seeing Bo, I don't know.
0: Yeah, y'all gonna have to. F- yeah, the, the... So what's your pick, and what's your
2: Lindsay or
1: first?
2: Jessica? There you go.
0: Jamie.
1: Um, I am totally thrilled to see Jessica Collins in this category. Um, you know, I'm the person who broke the BS that Pratt was doing with that character and wanting to write that disgusting. Story about her crying rape, and because of the backlash, he had to change it to her actually getting raped and then you know, accusing the wrong man. Just a really revolting, gross story in a genre that proclaims to be for women and, and run you
2: know, by women, too. And
1: you know, you know, hence, since that time, Pratt has made a lot of redemptive efforts at the show. I'm really enjoying it, but I was, I just remember you know screaming and raging with my pitchfork back then so i think it would be totally hot if she wins for this you know because that is truly what Mm -hmm. acting is all about you know you get the page and you go wtf and then you still make it do what it does as opposed to griping and complaining and asking about where is your motivation and You know, where is your arc? And all the things that these people do ad nauseum in this genre. She just, you know, she did, you know, from what I hear, express her distaste for the story. But then she kept it moving. Um, Very glad to see Laura Lee on here. You know, Christine losing that baby gave her some of her. You know, I'm not, I'm going to be real. I think there's a reason this is her first nomination. Because as much as I have always adored the character of Cricket, and I'm a fan of Laura Lee Bell... You know, she's never been known as this stellar yeah, yeah, thespian. Stellar yeah. But I think that, oddly, Chuck Pratt wrote her some of her meatiest material yeah. ever. Yeah. So, you know, Peggy McKay was actually a lead this year. It's so funny. She's been submitting herself in lead for the last few years, and she did you know, this year she submits and supporting. And I'm like, girl, you were straight up a lead. Your psychic superpowers was the main story of the show. You were getting, but trying to get patch to go find Bo and you had people coming to try to kidnap you to do tests on you because they needed that serum off of you. <laughs> so I'm like, you were days of my life. Slash. you're looking in the mirror and seeing dead husbands and shit. Um, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. Peggy might say, Peggy might get up there and a flowing um, be, be author collection. <laughs> caftan and be like, I am here, bitches, and I am taking that
0: Emmy home with me. <laughs> well, after last year, as you joked about Allison Sweeney, I mean, maybe the, maybe it would. She decided she was going to go in supporting Mike. Who do you have?
3: Um, I actually picked Lindsey Godfrey. Um, I had taken a break from YNR, so I can't really say that I watched a lot of uh, what Jessica Collins did. I thought Laura Lee Bell had some great material, but I watched Lindsay Godfrey be able to take this moment, which I think she submitted the day after her thing from what I've read. And she just turned it into magic and her facial expressions and nonverbal communication. It was just uh, really good. I would love to see Melissa Reeves if she submitted. um, I, I have one moment. That I thought was Melissa Reeves' best moment last year, and that was when she caught JJ and Eve in bed together. And if that is ingrained in my head for what I would love to see win, but I think Lindsay Godfrey is going to take this one. Okay, Sarah.
4: I'm reading for Lindsay Godfrey. I think she just gave a stellar performance in the past year. I mean, I just the the um, basically monologue she gave that was. So true to her real life experience about when they wrote in Caroline's car accident because of the injury she had sustained, that was just some truly, truly powerful acting. And then she sold um, so much of Caroline's Caroline's transformation from this little sort of, you know, snobby girl. She got was getting into it with Maya to, um, you know. I didn't love the twist of them becoming besties, but like she sold that and she sold me that she did truly love Ridge. Um, which, and I mean, I really think that couple's viability came from her. So I would love to see her, um, take it home. That said, um, Laura Lee Bell, I would give her... I mean, if there was, like, a Most Improved Player Award, like, I think she very much gets it. And, like, obviously she has been taking acting seriously, and I give her props for that, because let's be honest, she was in a... She got her job in a different way than almost every other actor did, but she worked at it, she realized the opportunity that she was given, and she really brought it home last year. So
2: yeah she yeah. Be material plus she's
3: she- been she over the years she's really been in and out and almost not really on that much, but when she was on last year, she was really on and I she also
4: have to say material. she's oh, sorry they're finally writing her as a real person because for so long she was written as you know Saint Christine, and I think that's a hard thing for anybody to pull off, and they had every guy falling in love with her and all that, and this was her. Being written as a human being with flaws, with understandable desire for revenge and with understandable very, you know, I just I feel like Christine became a real character in the past year, not just the bug. So
2: cricket came for Nikki's neck back boy.
3: (laughs) I'm like Phyllis. I still call her cricket. I can't ever call her Christine. You still cricket.
2: (laughs) Cricket came for Nikki's neck, boy. She was like, you read my baby down. Like, she had some really good shit. Chuck wrote the hell out of her.
0: Well, I'm also going with Lindsay Godfrey. I really hope that she wins it. Um, Though I do think that Jessica Collins could be the upset. Supporting actor in a drama series. The nominees are Sean Blakemore, The General Hospital, Steve Burton, The Young and the Restless, Brighton James, The Young and the Restless, Jacob Young, The Bold and the Beautiful, and uh, Dominic Sempronia, General Hospital. Jillian. Hmm. This list, this is Jacob
2: Young. Jacob Young did the damn thing. Oh, he did the damn thing. And I mean. I can't, me personally, I can't beat a dead horse because someone was just like, you know, why aren't you mad about Carla Mosley? I'm like, she wasn't even pre-nominated. Like, how the hell I get mad that she ain't on this list and she wasn't even pre-nominated? I mean, with the Jacob Young thing, I mean, she should be on it, but it is what it is. Um, this is Jacob Young's... The other, I, I just don't know, like, who the others could be. Like, maybe... uh. Brighton James, Jackson Jones, whatever he is today, maybe he will be the next one in line. But to me, this is all Jacob Young. Okay, Jamie.
1: Jacob Young was the quintessential supporting actor in the Maya is Transgender story. He gave a beautiful performance. He, in my opinion, is a shoe in, but what do I know? Because I thought Carla would be a shoe in for lead, and she wasn't even pre nominated. I think that the next person who could be a continu- contender is Dominic Zamprogna because they gave him as Dante a fairly juicy, relatable marital breakup story. I mean, yes, it definitely had its holes, but if you're just voting out there and you don't know, you didn't watch the whole story um, – Things like a marriage breaking up is very relatable in a genre filled with doppelgangers and evil twins and space goblins and things like that. So I think that, you know, if he submitted something related to his bust up with Lulu, you know, maybe the rage he felt um, at thinking Lulu was off screwing around with him with the Abercrombie model, you know, that could definitely, you know, net you some a second look um, I'm sure Brighton's had something to do with the whole black gone girl storyline <laughs> and, um, and you know him spending months and months where's my wife? where's my wife? and Dylan's saying calm down I'll find your wife I'm the person who can find missing black people that's my new thing I'm not a barista I'm not a plumber I'm not a breed, but, but I can I find. Partner, yeah. But mm-hmm. I can find missing black people. Yeah he, he even, yeah, he a tracker. Yeah, he. He didn't even do that, so you know. <laughs> I'm sorry,
3: Steve Martin. <laughs>
1: well-
0: well, apparently you're now getting TVs from wherever Mike does. If you're talking about space goblins on there soaps, because I, pop- ha- I have not, I have not watched, watched any soaps with space goblins on them. That's
1: because you just started watching soap operas in
0: 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching before then, and you didn't anyways. see Casey
2: the alien. But
0: I... He space goblin. That's a space uh,
1: goblin. <laughs> Just, just wait. Space Chuck, goblins. Chuck Fred has, how many, he has May sweeps, I think there's a June, no, there's a July sweeps and a November sweeps. You don't know space goblins could already be afoot.
0: I have very interesting visuals of that. Uh, Mike, uh,
3: I don't know how I can follow up with that, but um, Jacob Young uh, is the obvious winner for me. Uh, I love Brighton James showing up in different categories every year. I'll give him credit. I'll give him an Emmy for that.
2: <laughs> he
3: finally got old enough yeah. to be out of the actor but, um, That, no. There's really in this, <laughs> yes, there's no, there's nobody else. There's, Jacob Young Brighton. did his thing. Actually, I really feel like J- Jacob Young got you know it was what more of a difference lead, but it. this is where he is, and I think he is the clear winner for me.
1: Unlike, you know, they give, you know, this, that, that category to be fair to Brighton has always been really repetitive with younger actors. Brighton is just the rare younger actor who has stayed (laughs) with his show for all of those years. Because, you know, what's a butt? That girl that played Bridget, uh, Jennifer Finnegan, they used to nominate her every year. I think she probably was
3: like <laughs> – She five like or something. Yeah,
1: I'm good. I'm going to go to primetime now. Brighton is like, look at here. This is a steady check. You know, I'm a I, get to, I get to, you know, hunch my daddy's TV wives every couple of years. You know, it's all good, <laughs> you know.
3: But I didn't get the Chancellor Mansion. Ouch.
1: No, he didn't get the Chancellor Mansion child. It's is, is—it's it the Chancellor Bachelor pad. Down and, mm. <laughs> so, Chancel- Sarah? Um, They're going to just- be hunching and hoeing on Kay's old tea set. Phyllis going to be like, ooh, <laughs> what is this sticking in my butt? Ooh, it's a teaspoon. She's going to
4: dress up in e- in Esther's old outfit with a naughty maid. Oh, now that would be
1: sexy. <laughs> that would be so sexy if she came down in Esther's Ooh, Sarah Babel. Maybe. But, um
4: now I'm gonna join everybody and else they had
3: chemistry What's yeah.
4: if they and say Jacob Young owns this category, if he doesn't win, I'm gonna be very upset. He did such a fantastic job, and um, I read an interview shout out to um soap Central and dan um Camber Clifford, who I believe did the interview for um and he talked about what he put in his reel he put. What you would expect, he put the because um, since Vold's short, it gets to do two episodes because it's a half hour instead of an hour. Seems like an advantage for the actors. He put um, he picked obviously the the episode where he learned that Maya was transgender, but then he also picked the episode where he ended up pulling a gun um, on Ridge, and I'm because he wanted to show his range. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, that's hot. That is nice. a hot combination. Well done, Jacob Young. You're being smart about this, so I mean, I just feel I don't know what anyone else can do to compete with that. That said i has had so many times in the Emmys and I've been like, so-and-so owns the category and then some. the person I think doesn't even deserve to be there wins it. The so winner is Steve Burton. I'll be like, bitch! I can, if, if they wanted to be random, because if, if Sean Blakemore submitted those those final episodes when he was suddenly Sean was suddenly really interesting when he had all those scenes with like Jordan and TJ and you're like, wow, why didn't they stay on the show? This is such an interesting family drama. I he know. could be the surprise
2: Surprise everybody, and Gene and them still got him in jail. Hmm.
1: Well, I am making it God, though, because you've seen how they write black people that we got bad credit. Oh,
0: <laughs>
2: you um. know, and the
1: Spencers,
2: you know, I was trying to say this. You know, the Spencers has trash credit. You know, Luke got everything in Lucky and Lucky and <laughs> Luke.
1: <laughs> oh, so that just makes. Me Carly so got pissed. good credit because she was what class? A smart hoe. She. Yes. Made-
2: well, so <laughs> you know, Luke got everything in them chillin's names Lucky Spencer, Lucky S- Lucas Spencer Jr., Luke Spencer
0: Jr., Lucas Lorenzo Jr. Mom, you know, mom, oh, he's got it under Tracy. He
1: got, got all everything. of Laura's furniture for that house. Um, and, uh, what do you call those places? Reddit
2: Center, Reddit man, come to collect their shit. He have monster outside, attack. That's all right. You can keep that stuff. Mm. So mad. Oh, so mad.
0: Well, I'm making it unanimous. My pick is also Jacob Young. Uh let's go on to and Let's see here where I'm at on my list. Younger actor in a drama series. Now I know who I really want to win this one. Uh the nominees are Nicholas Bechtel, General Hospital, Brian Craig, General Hospital, Max Eric, the Young and the Restless, Pearson F Foday. Foday. The bold, Foday oh, the bold and the beautiful. Day. Taquan Richmond, General Hospital. Jillian.
2: They sure are putting Taquan in there, but don't wanna use him. Hmm. Want him to do a Dobson move on them too. Um I think Man. Huh.
1: I said, they ain't writing for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Equal opportunity. Mm -hmm.
2: I doubt that. Um, Brian Craig, I think this is Brian Craig's to scoop up. It's going to be between him and maybe Pearson. Auntie May may upset us all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Nicholas. I hope that Nicholas wins for the simple fact that he will make a, he will give a great acceptance
2: speech. speech. Okay. I'm your uncle, Auntie May. Whatever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, whatever.
0: Jamie, so, and who are you Someone
1: who was an auntie mame at that age. Go ahead, boy. And you still are. Three snaps at us. And look at here. I run this place, so we <laughs> do pretty good. Us auntie, uh, us auntie mames grow up to do pretty damn good, don't we? So, yeah. um.
0: I was never an auntie mame. Oh, man. baby,
1: yes, you are. Yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Denial is not just a river. It,
0: okay. It's a so, beautiful river in Africa, my friend. Ahead.
3: Ooh. I totally can't see Luke being that way. No. Oh
1: my God, <laughs> the Christening is Do not make us go back to those godlight podcasts. We Ooh. all like, Ooh, let's talk about Reva and Josh's breakup. I want to talk about Lizzie's christening. Yeah,
0: like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got some Auntie Mae. That,
0: that's just, you got some that's just having a favorite ca- actress I'm or sorry, character. Jamie, who are your picks? Anyway, my uh, <laughs>
1: <by> pick, <laughs> mean, Brian Craig is without a doubt. Uh, the best actor among the older actors in the category Uh, well I'm not going to say that he's the he's had the best material combined with the best work because Jaquan is a boss actor he just doesn't get any material to play so that's why he gets to go do a bunch of indie roles uh Mac Eric Max Eric um I think this is kind of not embarrassing for the rest of the stars in his category, but it is kind of like, damn, he could be like, damn, bruh, to Robert Adamson and all of them. It's like, um, he just came in and kind of guest-starred in that storyline, you know, and <laughs> he got nominated. And, you know, he's the only one that came in and managed to, you know, do solid work in that I Know What We Did last um <laughs> cabin and managed to snatch up um, a nod um, or you know I mean I don't know what he submitted it could be something related to Michael's um, what cancer. cancer but you know I I just think you know he's one of those actors it's like he is he is a special guest star on this show and he still manages to snatch up um, yeah nod so I think that's great but Nicholas would be the best I would just I I'll get mad that it's you know that we're going to have to watch it on our kaleidoscopes because I really want to see
2: on Snapchat.
1: Nicholas Bechtel, because he is a boss little actor, and I miss him, I miss his humor, what's so what's so blatantly ridiculous, because that is one of Nathan Varney's first beats that he wanted changed, or not beats, rather, one of his first big notes was he wanted Nathan Varney, and he can deny it all he wants, but he wanted those kids and their humor minimized. And yep, you got your wish. They still write, and what's so silly, they write in all of Spencer's humor, but the actor booked another gig. He's not there to play it anymore. It's like they'll write, you know, they'll have Nicholas say, Oh, Spencer's taking up donations for the porch. You know, you know they'll do these little hilarious asides, but we don't get the actor, the brilliant actor. And, you know, Varney's all on there congratulating him. You wanted it gone, though, boo-boo. You wanted it gone. You wanted it gone, and look who. Look at what your nominees, your nominations are for this year. Everything, you want it gone. Where are Julian and Alexis? I'm just wondering where they at, where they at. You know. Showing
2: their titties and manscaping. In oh, man.
0: <laughs> <Of> court. <laughs> where
1: are <laughs> they? Speaking you know, of a travesty. Let him, let him tell it in every interview on Twitter. Every interview that is general. That is General Hospital. Where they at, Boo? Where they at? They hey, at. Where they at? I, the
0: problem is, is that the vision for General Hospital at the moment is so myopic that I mean, it's it's not quite, but almost. To the point of general or guiding light and clipping coupons, but that I digress. So yeah, Mike? back
1: to what we were talking about. I think Brian Craig will have the have had the strongest material, yes. but I'm pulling for Nicholas Bechtel.
3: Mike. Okay. Um. Hold on. Let me get my list here. Yeah, I think Brian Craig last year. He's always strong. Um. They don't give him the best stuff all the time, and um. I feel like that he there's times when he doesn't show up, but I do feel that overall, um, when they give him really good material, he he brings it home. And Pearson Fodi, I think that he's another strong contender. Um I kind of feel like there's a possibility that he may be able to pull the upset. Um I like Taquan Richmond. I don't know that they gave him a lot to do last year. Oh um, boy. So- <laughs> When he was on, he was good, but I don't know if it was Emmy worthy. And well, of course, Nicholas Bechtel. I mean, who wouldn't want him to win? I mean, I love the way they talk about him now. Like um, they use Spencer as the the gauge for um, smartness. Like a lot of times, Hayden will look at Liz and be like, um, "Spencer could figure that out. I don't know why that you can't figure that out." So they like they use the kids' intelligence for. Um, Gauging everybody else, which I find humorous, but um, actually, uh, I'm going to choose Pearson in this category with a runner-up as Brian. Okay, Sarah.
4: Um, I've got to go with Brian Craig for this category. He had the um the best storyline. He rose to the occasion. Like, I mean, he had the best storyline. Let me put it this way: for winning an Emmy, you know, it's very. How do I put this, like, sensationalized, you know, and, like, I Have Manic Depression is, like, a big, perfect Emmy thing to play. He did a good job of it. It wouldn't have been my choice of how to write the character, but he, he went in, he sold it, um, and he really is a strong actor, and, you know, we give him some, cr- some uh, crap on this sh- podcast for his off-screen antics, but on-screen he remains one of the best actors in his age range on daytime. Um, Taquan, Richmond, he they didn't give him the material and then watch. Like three years from now, he'll be nominated for a primetime Emmy for that Showtime thing when that gets picked up and everyone will be like, oh, oops, yeah, we kind of let that go. Uh, we
2: tried to get him back, but he won't come back. I don't know why. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. Watch.
0: For younger actor... I want Nicholas to win, so I'm going to say he'll win, but I, I think that Brian Craig can, will probably be the one who upsets him. Uh, younger actress in a drama series. The nominees are Rain Edwards, The Bold and the Beautiful, Hunter King, The Young and the Restless, True O'Brien, Days of Our Lives, Ashlyn Pierce, The Bold and the Beautiful, Brooklyn Ray Silzer, General Hospital. Julian.
2: Oh, that's Ashlyn. Ashlyn was a boss. I'm still in my feelings. That B kills her off. They just could have carted her off to the loony bit after she tried to bust Steffi's head open to the white meat. Y'all had to do her like that. This is Ashland. Ashlyn was a fourth. I think. Ooh, uh this may be Rain's after Ashland and maybe between Rain Rain and Brooklyn. So there you go.
0: Rain, Brooklyn, and Ashland. I guess I'm confused. I
2: said it could i said it could this is Ashlyn to lose but if she doesn't get it it may be between
0: those two okay got it jamie
1: well i'm just going to do the the old school how we used to do it who should win in my opinion is ashlyn pierce i feel she gave the most ferocious yes. performance but i don't think she will win because i think it could come off as too soapy and campy who will win is going to be Hunter King. Hunter King's what? going to win again.
3: Uh,
0: I think you're right. I, mean, I want Rain to win, but I think Hunter I will. have been yeah. doing
1: this too long to be surprised by Younger anymore. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. always the one that you, you know, and I don't, but a lot of people like Hunter King gets the same rap that, you know, that Alderson girl does. And I don't think either one of them are horrendous terrible actresses but people hate them on twitter and i don't get that well but, um, i don't
2: know why they hate hunter
1: on twitter. well with well, you know yeah. with that mess but it's like but they yeah. hate that little alderson girl the same way it's like because she took a job you played kiki we want to you know, kill you
2: you know the you reason know. why i've seen them hate her is because she dated chad and it's
1: like a, Damn bitch. Hello, hello, hello. If it was me, I would be on that grabbing my crotch saying, and what? But anyway, no. Um (laughs) you know, true O'Brien could surprise everybody too, because again, it's always the one with this category, it's always the ones that the critics don't think should win.
0: Then we're as you, much as then you're I, in as,
1: there, Sarah. You know you're in there going, "What are we supposed to ask this girl?" You know we
4: we
2: had a with like Marissa number two one. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I was like Sarah, you want the mic, right? Sarah was like, "No, I said, no. <laughs> you know, so, so I don't
1: want it either." I don't
3: know, you know, Mike. Um, I would love to see um Rain Edwards win because I thought she had some great stuff earlier in the year when she was trying to um. You know get uh my uh I was gonna say myron <laughs> her her brother Myron <laughs> to uh confess uh true O'Brien had some great stuff when she was uh confronting the family in the in Jennifer's house and spilled that cake on the floor um that she knew that her uh mama was sleeping with her boyfriend uh Allison Pierce was great in the scenes that she had, but I think um. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Rain Edwards on this one.
1: Mike, can I just can I just pause to say one little thing here? Look. I just want to point out we were so hard a lot of us on True O'Brien, and <laughs> I just want to say that young lady is Parker Posey compared <laughs> to the things on that oh! set down. that True oh, O'Brien oh, yeah. is Meryl.
2: Oh my God! I forgot to mention
1: compared to Vivian Westwood, Brady Sierra, whatever her name is.
2: Yeah, Giovanni. I'm sorry, True. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry.
2: When I saw that those days babies weren't nominated, I yeah, I did the Millie Rock with that, and oh my God, the best one.
1: I'm gonna stop complaining about Haley Aaron because this is look. We complained. No, we complained about True. They killed True off and they brought on five. It was like the challenge of the super bad actresses. <laughs> you know. They bought we thought True was bad, so we got Claire and Sierra. I'm gonna get your rapist and take him to a warehouse so you can beat him up. That's I ch- don't know what to do with my rapist. Oh, oh. <laughs> Chewy. Uh-huh. That is what we have now. True O'Brien. I'm going to stop talking about Haley Aaron because oh, it just no, thing same thing could happen. They get rid of her. Oh, you know.
3: No, I'm sorry. She's gonna, she's a lock-in for mm -mm. next year. You know that, don't you? It'll
1: be four people on there, Uh you know, at the Metro Court.
0: She'll get nominated opposite of the new lizard that is occupying Mm -hmm. so much time on General Hospital is what's going to happen. I'm
1: not even gonna get mad about that lizard. I mean, Lucy had a duck. I mean, we, the show has always...
0: I know, but seriously, when they have, when Lucy has a duck and things are going well, it's one thing. When things are not going well and we're spending time wasted on a lizard... they just another. tried
1: to add a little characterization.
2: No, they're trying to add. Confidence. Blink, blink. No, blink, blink.
0: Blink, blink. Sarah. The lizard is oh, supposed good. to
1: distract you from the fact that Michael Easton yeah. is playing his 45th character on the show.
0: <laughs> and both the lizard and Michael Easton are blink, blink. He should just show blink, blink, his blink.
1: real lizard, and then that will oh. get him. Ugh.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, okay. help she us escape Jamie Tanner. All right. Yes, younger actress in a drama series Sarah. I am
4: pulling for Rain Edwards Um, I think that she did the most how do I put it the scene when she said you know you're not my you know you're my brother Myron and, and like it was that was one of the most memorable scenes on Daytime in the past year she was young she had to pull that off she was only been on the show for a few months and she nailed it and since then she has really grown into a Um, A wonderful actress. Um, She has, frankly, more maturity in her performance and and in part because of the writing than a lot of the older characters on Bold right now. And she's effortlessly transitioned from being kind of a schemer at the beginning to an ingenue now. And I just would love to see her um, get recognized. Um, That said, I certainly wouldn't be mad about Ashlyn Pierce winning. I mean, she was great. I hope... To see her pop up on something else soon, that was a huge story mistake to kill her off. Especially since we didn't get a real storyline out of her death. Um, it was, not you know, if it had coming in, that inspires Storm to take over Forrester or something, then you could see, like, oh, okay, I see why they did that. But for nothing, that was just a big mistake. Um, that said, I'm going to agree that Hunter King will probably end up winning it. The Emmys love her. And... Summer irritates the hell out of me, especially right now. That said, Hunter King, and, you know, we've been like, she won, but it's not the same as those babies on Days of Our Lives. She is a professional actress. She, She, you know...
0: Isn't she an in Independence and Day? I, I, I swear I've seen her trailer. She is better than
1: that first Marissa. Oh of, uh, yeah, all my children, and yeah. she won. Hunter's not a bad actress. I no. think she gives. I mean, no, I, I, she just right. plays right. a she, terrible character. If she has material, she does really yeah, well. she plays an annoying character, and people end up hating actress and character at the same time. I think that happened with Kirsten Alderson as Kiki, too, because I never thought she was a bad actress, but you'd be on Twitter and you'd be thinking that girl was Charity Raymer.
0: (laughs) Well, um, I agree. I think that Hunter King will win it. But if she doesn't, the uh, it will be True O'Brien just because that's how can this I just category. Honestly, though
1: Luke, can we? I, one one thing that this is making me realize more than ever: next year, I would love to be debating how awesome and on fire all five of you know. If we can get these, I challenge these casting directors to find more Ashlyn Pierce's because once upon a time, the ingenue
0: and Rain c- Edwards. Yeah,
1: the ingenue category on soaps was giving us people like Nia Long. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. I don't know if Nia there. was ever nominated, but she was an ingenue on the show. And, and, By the
4: way, and Cameron was still in the younger category of the pre yeah. this year, her whole damn life. You were talking about Brighton. Really, Cameron, we owned that. Yeah.
1: Heather Toms. They all were once outstanding younger lead actresses or ingenues, however you want to shake it. You know, Jennifer Finnegan's. It. I just want to challenge these casting directors and their executive producers because the casting director can only do what the executive producer wants will allow to stop going for these vapid little nothings and go back to this genre's roots. And I mean, I'm taking it past the 80s because it was okay to put pretty people with big hair on your sets when you could go on location and and afford Phil Collins music. We got to go back to the 70s, to the roots of daytime, where you cast theater-trained thespians for these roles because... If you have no budget and you can't put a Phil Collins song on every time they're trying to emote so that we could get distracted from the fact that they're going oh, oh, then it is bad, bad, bad business trying to watch these vapid little nothings who took a weekend seminar at their local mall on acting from Miss Susie Pukipski and then you just let them on these stories. And that is what Let happened. the record
0: show Jamie no longer has a six-month policy. No,
1: I don't. Because when I used to talk about that with Days, again, they could go on. You know, if, if Christian Alfonso had a bad moment on Days, by that moment that she was, you know, her acting choice was kind of wonky, you didn't have time to think about it because you heard tonight I celebrate <laughs> my love. And her hair was big and beautiful and Bo beau kissed her. So it didn't bother you that the acting choice might have been that bad. But when Vivian does it, ain't no Roberta Flack. Ain't no location well, shoot. Ain't no Oak Alley. It's just, oh, I was raised.
0: Thank God they Hunter, were not. Hunter King will win it. Or it will be true O'Brien, but I really want rain. Oh my God, um, Haley Aaron was not on here. Ah!
2: That's all I have to say.
0: I, we want to give a shout out to The Bay and Winterthorn, who both received digital drama series nominations. Congratulations. And
1: East Sider starring Van Hansis And East Los High, a really sexy, fun Latino Supra, I, I love.
0: The- I tried watching it, and I just couldn't yeah, get into it. Well, that's
4: you're oh. talking, Jamie. Though you're talking about like, why don't they get these young actors? These young actors are like daytime. What's daytime? I'm doing my my web series, and, and baby, that's what's going to get me up. discovered.
1: Vanity is also vanity was a very high profile project, and I know we have been slacking on our Mac in, in terms of covering stuff on DC, but we are going to ramp that up. But Vanity really should have been covered on in for the, all of the soap press, um, and this is not to be confused with *The Vanity*, Michael uh, Michael Caruso's other soap opera. Lord, I almost said Michael Easton, Michael Caruso, <laughs> who does not have a lizard. But um, *Vanity* was from was a
0: Michael Easton needs to star, right. stay a long ways away from the Vanity.
1: Vanity was a branded content soap opera from Style Hall, the yep. really big, um, you know, women's uh, lifestyle brand. And Chris Brown's old lady, ex-old lady, who also appeared in the Bay, Karu- Karuchuchi, how you say her name? No, Julia?
2: no, 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 no. Cooch, you mean... cooch, coo. <laughs> <laughs> how you say her name? Karuchi trend. Oh, no, no. Stop it. You need to be whooped. You just like these other people. Uh-uh, uh-uh. you. you can't not look at her. Name. I know because <laughs> I said it too. I used to be Cookie Crisp. What I is, to... is it? Karuchi trend? Karuchi.
1: Karuchi trend was in that one too. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And so, you know, the web series are really, they've really come a long way from those early. Ooh, I can hear some sound hiccups and craziness and you know and I, i'm really glad that the daytime Emmys has realized and there are some very impressive acting nominations too patsy peace who we have loved for a million years mike uh, kimberly brady donovan who never she got her first nomination for the bay and i am so happy she got her first nomination but when i, I was like what you mean back in the gap when Kim was having 55 multiple personalities and stuff? Nothing. She is nominated for The Bay. Kathleen Gotti is nominated for Winterthorn. Um, oh, she's yeah.
2: Everywhere, man. She's also on Being Mary Jane.
0: Luke, did and you she's see? She's on all? The Mary Fear the Walking
2: Dead web series. Wait, is there a new season out? No, she's Mary Jane's like bigger, bigger boss, like that wanted her gone. You didn't
0: see. Oh yeah, okay, got it. Oh, got
2: yeah, it. and
4: also if you watch um the the fear the Walking Dead um web series, the flight what is it four thirty two? She's in oh. that too.
1: Everybody, if you're craving or you're mad. About daytime and its lack of LGBT storytelling, there are so many shows out there. East is one of them. Um, Kit Williamson and Van Hanses. Um, I just saw a really sexy one called About Him. Ooh, ooh, it is raunchy. But yeah, you just gotta you gotta find your drama where you can because beating your head against the wall waiting for daytime to do right can just dry you crazy.
0: Until you do right. So. As as we wrap this up, I just want to get everybody's thoughts on the fact that the daytime Emmys aren't going to be televised. Um, when I asked on Twitter what people's responses to the Emmy nominations were, I got a lot of responses that said, "Does it? I don't really care as much as a, because I'm not going to be able to see it." What are your guys'
3: thoughts on it, um, Mike? I agree. Uh, we were talking about it before we started, and I was like, after all the years that um, that it was bad, we finally had a fairly decent broadcast last year, and and, um, I enjoyed watching it and I'm um, kind of surprised that, um, that momentum is not carried forward and, um, all these nominations are going to go nowhere. I mean, there'll be winners and they will be announced, but it'll kind of get lost in the, in the shuffle of information media. So it's unfortunate. I kind of wish that they would do it, but it's again, it's that whole thing of, I feel like the daytime, uh, they just. Don't get the respect, so nobody wants to bother with it. It's only a couple hours, so why not put it on? Jillian?
2: I mean, this is just why this genre is just shitted upon. Like, if you don't even want to show it, show why this genre should still go on, why should people tune in? Do you know what I mean? Like, they do this all day, every day. How long do they do this? They get, you know, how many breaks? And you don't want to even at least say, well, this is why you should tune in. Daytime is not dead, kids. This is why. This is what you need to be watching. You don't want to show it, really. And it it, it, it also hurts when you have, look, I ain't trying to shit on him, but when you put yourself in this position to act like spokesperson for people, I'm going to have to have that ass. When you have people like Nathan Varney, who does not even work for Pop, that's a cbs own thing. When they were like, oh, someone asked him once again on Facebook, the same thing that he quote-unquote got hacked. They asked, oh, why can't ABC televise the awards? They used to many years ago. Pop, uh, Madison already said, look, we couldn't raise the funds for it, so it is what it is. Nathan Varney comes out of nowhere and says, sadly, it breaks my heart to say this, but they just don't bring an audience in anymore. I'm like, really? So you speaking for CBS now? When you have executives coming in there and piping in, not, you know, giving their little two cents and shitting on it in a passive-aggressive way, this is, you know, why even bother, you know, this is why people are like, "Mm, why even bother to tune in when these shows air? So, it's just sad all around. Sarah? Yeah, I
4: think it really diminishes the credibility of the awards. And it is frustrating because it's not like in olden times when there were four channels. There's like 400 channels, not to mention, you know, it's. there's no excuse for it. And they should really have used the fact that they now have these um, digital categories as a marketing um angle to get a cable network to pick it up because i and i mean it's not like it's like so you know it was in ancient times that it was airing in prime time from the same theater where the oscars are filmed that was in like 2008 okay i mean it really has just fallen so quickly and it's what's real so really sad is i you know look that show did really well in the ratings like as well as the primetime Emmys until Susan lucci won because that was the big narrative that the mainstream press would cover every year will this be Susan lucci's year and then like they lost interest once she won and it's just like it's perceived as this dead thing but it's like why aren't they going to places like I don't know TV land they're trying to reach out to like gen X women why aren't they going to all a variety of um cable channels. And the thing about Pop is it did well by Pop standards. Pop is still not on most people's um, cable systems, whereas there are other networks in the Viacom family that it would. And it is just, it's very disheartening. Um, And it's just an insult to everybody who has worked so hard. And it's like, if they're going to do it this way, then you know what? They need to start including soaps in the primetime Emmys as their own categories and give them the shout out there because, this is just not right.
0: Jamie, um, one of the things that I thought about when I read that was we recently had the Writers Guild Awards, and they put up the clips, and one of those clips was Ron um, making his acceptance speech, and I was like, well, even if it isn't televised, even if we don't end up having it streamed, I really hope that they still put up the clips. What, are, what do you think of the, the fact that this isn't being televised, and what would you like to see them do? Okay,
1: well, let me just clarify a few things. So first of all, there was a deal in place for POP to do it this year. They had a two-year deal uh, with Natus uh, with a very economic licensing fee offered by POP. Natus decided that even with that economically friendly licensing fee that they could not afford to do it. So really the whole question of going to other channels is a moot point because considering POP is probably one of the more cheap cable channels on the dial, they probably wouldn't be able to find a better licensing fee than they were going to get there. So I feel, first of all, I don't think that the Emmys are now a joke because they won't be televised because it takes it back to their roots. They weren't always televised. They used to have them on a boat and had they had a dinner party. And, you know, I mean, then they kind of moved to um, – you know, the bigger, splashier thing. But the thing of it is, the 80s are over. The 80s were the era of excess big hair, big sequins, big shoulder pads, and big ratings for daytime dramas. The 90s, they started trending downward. By the 2000s, they were hanging by a prayer. You know, that year that they first, the you know, the big three forever, You know, they would switch off year after year after year. Then there was that one year, I think that might have been the first year we started doing this, where all three were like, I want to do it. Uh Uh-uh. I want to do it either. Mm -mm. Any of your turn? I want to do it. And that's the thing. It's just not economically feasible. And, you know, people go, oh, well. You know, I saw people tweeting, well, but they still have the country, all these country music awards, whatever. Honeys, let's just be real. Y'all know I love this genre like my life. But nobody is going to the grocery store and seeing a story about Deirdre Hall or Tony Geary anymore on the the tabloids the way that they used to. You are seeing Blake Shelton, Blake Shelton. is yep, Gwen Stefani. And what is Miranda doing about it? So those stars, from a branding perspective, there's still an audience that's going to tune in and see there is no... You know, Nathan Varney's right. Nobody wants to say the truth about it, but at the, we've been doing this for eight years. He's right. There is no audience for it anymore. The ratings tell the tale. Pop had a very decent number, but it only takes three people and your pet zebra, and your, I mean, not your pet, your pet iguana Lizard. to watch on Pop and to get a, a decent number because it's a cable network that's not heavily distributed. there The numbers I did, I spent two hours the other night doing in-depth analysis about the ratings and where the trend, where the, you know, we all know OJ was a big factor. Um, but I just really started looking at when these shows started trending downward, and it just couldn't stop. And it was really 99-2000. It just, that season... This was the beginning of, you know, because Riley came in and bought days some time. And even Y and R went up during the OJ years. It had its, you know, those last few years before Bill Bell retired, Y and R was hanging on in there. But you know, the the genre has had a huge, huge bleed out. I mean, it's not even funny, you know. It I mean, it's had one of the hardest hit erosions in the history of the entertainment genre. And unlike your primetime shows like your NCIS and things like that that are so, what am I trying to say? They're so easily digestible that you can get syndication money and you can get all these DVD sales. There's no back end to this. There's It's really fucking hard to monetize daytime. And we love it. And we are always going to love it and always going to support it. But this has been inevitable for so many years. That is why I was one of the lone rangers not acting a fool when Jim Romanovich was having to basically do a Las Vegas branded content mm-hmm. sponsorship to make this happen. Because you have to figure out, in that, and, and in that regard, I bet it could happen again. If you had a producer like that who's like, OK, um, we're going to have this in Atlantic City. And every three minutes, there's going to be a promo for an a- Atlantic City. Uh, you know, oh, yes, and then there wow, would yeah. be people saying...
0: Trump will do then it. Then there
1: would be people going, oh, this is so tacky. Oh, this is horrible. This is the worst thing ever. Yeah, bitch, but it's on TV. That's You know, that's <laughs> you
3: know part of that, thinking. too, is as much as I, I said what I said, there is a thing where I feel like sometimes even the actors, when they, they go to this, they're not really invested in the well, whole yeah, thing because know. it is a promotion for something else, and they kind of feel... Maybe, I, I can't speak for them, but feel a little shortchanged changed through the whole thing because it's not yeah. well, as made, as it, as it uh, used S- to be.
1: Sarah made a point that we've talked about for years. There's also no buzz around it anymore because it used to be, will Susan Lucci win? And then there was also the factor of Oprah's glory years and then the Rosie O'Donnell glory years. Ellen has barely... Ellen is the hottest um, daytime personality now. You know, an Ellen viral video can make things, you know, go insane. Ellen does not attend the daytime Emmys. You Anymore. know, and yeah. she has
3: yeah. no she has no competition really. Ellen
1: doesn't attend. If Ellen and Portia were going to be there, there would be that that would be something to see. Um, the
2: last time she attended was like two thousand 8 or something Judge
1: like that. Judge Judy is the most watched show overall in daytime. I can't remember seeing Judy on a carpet. Can y'all? I mean...
0: She was there a couple of years a while back when Phil Donahue... or not Phil Donahue. Um, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Say, <laughs> Phil was...
1: Well, in recent years, you know, the biggest names in daytime and this also speaks to another thing because we get so up caught up in our soap bubble, but Daytime, other than Judge Judy, and you know Steve Harvey and a few others, live with yeah, Kelly. Yeah, daytime, and, and you know I don't think they come. I never see Kelly Ripper anymore. No, you know, I wasn't. But no, about I'm them just coming, saying the people on the, the view, the view, well, the view hosts don't go. You know there aren't a lot of big get people that come. The people up from the talk always support the heck out of it, and. Kudos to them. They'll be there, you know. I'm Lonnie Love and all of her girls from the Real have been all excited, you know, because they're first-time nominees. They're gonna be there. But you know, that's what I mean. Really, to if 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 they really want to be smart about this, um, uh, yeah. I mean, they should basically utilize those people who really are excited about being nominees, who have big platforms. Like, the hosts, instead of going and trying to get Vapid Little Nothings from Vine or Snapchat, they need to get the hosts of The Real to do some partnerships. They need to have Julie Chen and the ladies from The Talk doing partnerships, and... Then you can have it'll basically, and this is the thing. It's like a friend of mine was talking about, because you know, I've been obsessed with watching every little beat of the political drama on CNN. And he's like, oh, I just read it because I can't, I don't have the time to just sit there and watch it all day. I just get it on Twitter. So, I mean, really, if you get some really smart, savvy social media people, and by that I mean people who actually know the genre, and you know, you can still have every bit and beat of the Emmys shared and shareable to the people, to the diehard fans who want to know. You get Dan Kroll on there, and you get from Soap Central, and you have him on there doing interviews and, and things like that, and sharing it. You get Michael, they know they ain't gonna
2: invite us. You know they ain't going to. Well, they are you.
1: inviting. No, we have been invited. Yes, I'm we just have. They have been no, no. You know because me. we have such Dothraki soldiers that ride for us. <laughs> I have to say the publicists have been. Jamie, did you get this press release? Jamie, did you get this press? I'm like, yeah, I got it. They they never want us to sick the Dothrakis on them again. So no, we have. <laughs> but no, I this. So. But yeah, it's like. Get the people who, you know, I don't know if I'm going, so that's why I'm saying other people, but really get these people who want to do it and who know the genre. Get your Dan Krolls and your Michael Fairmans and, you know, Logan and Logan, Michael Logan and Stephanie Sloan and, you know, the, the bigger journalists. They ain't trying to work carpets. They are going to be in their press room because, you know, they're kind of the stars of the industry themselves. But you could have, they could have somebody on the press line, too, for their publications. And you just have them, you know, get some good, get a good digital studio. You know, TV Guide Magazine will be at those events. You know, they have Damien Holbrook at Comic-Con, and his videos and stuff from those award shows sometimes are much better than the stuff that you see on air. So, There's a way – TV line is another one that does it. There's a way to set this up to where it can still be an engaging and fun experience. They need to not do the whole PR firm think, though, and go, ooh, we need to go get big stars from Insert Social Media Network. They need to get the big stars who cover daytime soaps already. I
3: I didn't mind watching it online. I just – like, just I make sure that the way it's they people. Did it with the the YouTube stars that didn't yeah. know That's what he who said. these yeah, are. Yeah, just
1: pay, and, I, and you pay. know, and these people are already so gorilla and in indie. Hell, some of these web series nominees. Give Michael Caruso ten thousand dollars and say, hey, I want you to create a digital, uh, basically a digital talk show, to cover the Emmys live with various um daytime industry personalities, and there you go. Because I mean, I. I will say this, because I am tired. I hope that for me, this Daytime Emmy podcast, and I'm, you know, I'm just speaking for all of DC in a moment. I am so tired of hate watching this genre. I'm so tired of hearing my own voice bitching and complaining. And I'm only speaking about me, but it's like it's almost just got to this point where it never gets better. If we keep looking at the negative, I mean, the the reality is when they when there were those wonderful award shows that we adored, eight million people were watching The Young and the Restless. Now, four million and some change are watching. Um, but you could
3: put it out for an hour. I don't mean when, when you that say that show. like
1: that. I, I love you to death, but you're not <laughs> speaking like a businessman. You
3: can <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Hour. I know.
1: If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Erna Phillips said when she started this (laughs) genre, radio must sell product. There ain't nobody doing nothing if it don't make money. Ain't nobody putting nothing on TV if it don't make money. If it make money, it makes sense. You want it to make money, you get Tyler Perry to produce it, Medea's Daytime Emmys. And then you get some branded content sponsorships like Jim Romanovich was doing, with Las Vegas that everybody called, oh, this is so tacky. This is a swap meet image. So what? It was paid for. It was paid for. And, and on TV? You know, it was on TV. It was paid for. And the food was good. So <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want it back on TV, you find another Jim Romanovich who is like, hey, Ford Motor Company said, uh, we want to get... Law, Wright and Maurice, but to drive up in our new Ford Fusion in so, the front so of. So
3: basically, what it comes down to is the way I watch soap sounds like I have to take take them for what they are and 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 not exactly. like what I thought and they used to be. Everybody know? bitched
1: <laughs> and complained every yeah. time,
3: you yeah. know. They it's bitched hard. and complained,
1: and me too. But you know, I didn't bitch about the Las Vegas years because I thought the Las Vegas years was fine. I didn't care. Who cares if they had to sell a time? Make tell us, you know. But people. Dogged the hell out of those damn Emmys. And then the HLN Emmys were a disaster. And, you know, Pop was kind of good. But, yeah, I mean, Pop wants a fee. They want to make some money because they are in the business to make money. Ain't nobody in show business to do nothing for free. If it it's don't charity, it, does, right. it don't make sense. Look, I have clowned that damn Nathan Varney, but get that motherfucker on the phone and get the Shriner's Hospitals for the cheerings and say, hey, look at her. Every three um, minutes.
2: Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No,
1: well, here's the other thing, if though. It got it on you TV, can do...
2: Though.
4: There is a way to do things that are sponsored and make it classy and true and inobtrusive and fit like because they do that all the time of online things with like sponsored content you don't even realize wait this isn't the new york times article this is part of new york times sponsored right. content and they could do the equivalent of that because then you get products that are organically fit into daytime or a company that organically fits into daytime as opposed to something that's just you know, but here's a the random thing I want to pose
1: because not all brands wanted that organic. Yeah, we've dealt with that here at Daytime Confidential, where like we've had people who are like, you know, well, we would have to put sponsored content or blah blah blah. And some people really just want, like, and I heard with the Shriners thing, you know, everybody was making fun of that, and it was a mess. I mean, in the fact, and you know, that's the thing as a viewer, you're like, oh, grown. But they, they got paid for that on General Hospital. And Shriners, because I was like, well, why do they have to say Shriners Hospitals for Children every time Like Liz is talking to Jake? Why can't she just say like, I mean, Jason, why can't she say like a normal person would Shriners? And they were like, no, they wanted it spelled out every time. And I'm like, OK, fuck, fuck it. Whatever they have to do, because that is how the genre started, you know. If you're watching Aunt Midge's Kitchen, Aunt Midge was like, I don't know what's going to happen with Biff and Laura's marriage. But I think I'm going to try this new recipe that Bisquick has provided, and then I'm going to clean this kitchen with Paul <laughs> I
2: mean,
1: if it has to go back to that, I'm okay with it. I mean, because they have to make money. I I do agree with Sarah that it can be smart and clever the way that, you know, I I love this show Younger on TV Land, and they always have, like, some actual branded content discussions because it's set in the publishing industry, and so, you know, you hear about Galley Cat and all of those places that are real publishing industry, and you see the... You know, that you see them looking at Galley Cat, and you know, every time you see that, it's like, cha-ching, Galley Cat paid for that. You know, so there definitely are ways. But even if you go back to, we're about to do a special podcast on Superman. Y'all remember in the 80s, Superman would be throwing the evil supervillain into a Coca-Cola sign. Biggest day, Coca-Cola, you know. Daytime has to scream out its branded content partnerships if it wants to survive. They need to go back to the old school 1937 Erna Phillips and Ann Hummert model of look here, mother suckers. We will put y'all in everything. We will do oh, Monica. Ooh, I had a wild weekend at that last convention, Tracy. I think I might have to go get some in. <laughs> you know, I mean, we got to do what we got to do, and especially for an award show, because there is no back-end to it. There is no, oh, if we air the Grammys, and we can then advertise the Grammy CD. There's no monetary connection, because Daytime, other than the Bells, Daytime has never figured out a back end. They've never figured out a how to sell it overseas. They've never figured out any of that type of stuff. And now we're just, they, di- they didn't have to for so long because it, they made so much, obs- you know, an obscene amount of money that it funded all of prime time. And then when that stopped, everybody just started panicking. And nobody started thinking, how do we adapt, evolve, shift, you know, they need to be having that shit filmed here in Atlanta, like all the black uh, TV shows do, because it's cheap to do stuff in Atlanta. There are tax credits. They should have hopped their asses on a plane. so a
0: lot of people are boycotting that at the well, moment. They or might going to.
1: boycott if, might yeah, you know, but they haven't. Look, he hasn't. He has yet to. We're hoping that the governor is going to veto the "We Hate Gays" bill here in Georgia. But I'm talking about past tense, where you they, you just got to think smarter. And I think Vegas was a way to do that. But 90% of people hated the Vegas Emmys.
2: I bet you they want them back now. I mean, I I had no beef with them at all. At first, I'm not going to lie. At first, I was like, what is this shit? But then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, the past couple of years, it's like they played a game of hot potato. Like, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. Like, he had to do, you know, Oh boy, did what he had to do to get him on and Now they're just like, oh yeah, we don't want to. Did you
0: realize that For Mur- Jim Mur- Mur- Romanovich is going to be hit up on Twitter Daytime now? Also and also
1: not- needs to find a, I mean, is, a new rock star.
0: I know it is, but I'm yeah. just saying we're talking about they it. It's like people need to find are
1: gonna... a new Oprah, and they have not I'm been not able talking, to do that. I'm, and... do- I'm not no. dogging his what he did, but.
2: I'm- no, that's because not what I'm I've saying. Been I'm saying, saying that that a that lot of
1: people are going to beg him to save be, the Ibby.
0: Correct. Oh, because on, of the fact that the, it's Jim, not airing, they're going to try and beg him. And at this point, it's too
2: but late. If if I was Jim, to I would Jim. tell them kick rocks because
1: Mm-mm. there are only four soaps left. That would be, you know, they've got to find a new rock star, they've got to find a new Oprah. And the problem that we've seen since Oprah retired is that they're not trying to find a new Oprah in the same way that they found the old Oprah. They are relying on, oh, Katie Couric was popular on the Today Show a billion years ago. Let's spend $80 million to give her a talk show. That didn't work. Oh, Meredith Vieira was popular. Let's give her $80 million. That didn't
2: work or this one is married to so and so and this yeah. one was a model and this well, and that's
1: a popular actress. Yeah. Of course she'll be they're they're going about it wrong because they're not when they found Oprah they found her in uh local news. Nashville hosting AM well yeah well first it was Nashville then she went to um Chicago, Chicago and was hosting AM Chicago and they were like, "Ooh, this woman is relatable," and her show, her local show, is beating Donahue in the market. And then she, you know, by fate, by you know, she would say, "God had a plan, the universe had a plan." She also, you know, she auditioned for The Color Purple, and then boom! It's like, "Uh, yeah, let's give her a national show." So it's like instead of going spending all this bad money after good or good money after bad as the saying is and thinking hmm Jane Polly was a popular journalist 20 years ago let's give her 80 million dollars for a talk show they're not Looking at your local news market. They're looking saying,
2: for an instant quick fix. That's what yeah, they're looking who for. Who is
1: the new Oprah? You know, they're not out there. That could be a reality show. Hell, that could be a look, I need to be producing somebody's TV show. That could be a reality show. Find the next Oprah. And then you have like 12 contestants from local. Markets, And you also have Vine stars because that would cause drama because, you know, the real journalists from the local market will be like, "Mm, I am not on here competing with some Vine star. So you have your Vine stars, your Instagram stars, your I've got 800,000 followers on Snapchat, bitch, I got a MFA from Syracuse. You know, you have all of them on there trying to be the next Oprah because that's the thing that this genre is not doing. They're in panic mode in the talk show world, too. They're like, who can we get? Who can we get? How many times is Tyra Banks going to fail in daytime before they get it? That people don't like her like that. They don't like her. If, your show, if you done had two daytime shows that fail, they don't like you, boo. They don't want to talk about you. They don't want to eat their um, biscotti and watch you on TV. They don't want to.
4: I and, want and I have to say, well, actually, I was going to say, too, when you said 99-2000, and I'm like, ooh, that's when the, inter- the internet went really mainstream. That was when everyone's <laughs> mom got online. And the other thing is, though, this they need to look at daytime because, you know, the whole thing has been like, oh, there's no more housewives. Guess what? There's a lot more people working at home now. Because yep. of the internet, there's a lot more people working weird hours in the gig economy. They need to think about how do we reach those people, how do we get them and to turn they need on to the go TV. After gay men.
1: They need to go after yeah. gay men. Daytime confidential is a testament. I'm not saying, but like half of the people who tweet us, Facebook us, the most diehard fans. Watching these shows, a lot of the times I don't are know. gay.
0: Men. Andy Cohen has them all watching. No, but they're
1: watching daytime too. They, I they know, but I'm saying are still watching daytime. But Brian Franz famously said in you know a lecture he gave, "Daytime does not sell to men, and it never will." That kind of thinking is silly because there's a whole world that you. I mean, gay men. If you look at any gay magazine, they have the highest glossy ads Hello. every other page you know they could be you could they really do need to be selling to and if you can't do it during the air show, then that's when you find ancillary products if you can't if you don't want to tell a big sweeping brad felix uh lucas love story on g h proper that's when you do a branded content web series. D- Daddy Hunt, the show. I mean, the oh, the Daddy Hunt website. <laughs> Daddy <laughs> Hunt. Daddy oh, Hunt. Look, see, you're going. Oh dear! If Daddy Hunt gave you some money, what is Daddy, you, Hunt? Daddy Hunt. Wait, 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 wait. What is Daddy Hunt? Daddy Hunt is an app for gay men who are looking to find daddies. A few months Oh, ago, Like those ones
4: for women were looking for sugar daddies.
1: Oh. Well, no, that in the gay no. community.
3: Just like, <laughs> you, <laughs> know, you just want to... No,
1: you just want to... Oh. <laughs> but they created... Right. A, they created... A,
2: su- no, 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 no. They
1: cre- Wait a minute. They created a branded content scripted web series. That's the point I'm trying to make. There are people spending money. That is exactly what Erna Phillips and the Hummerts did when radio was new. So there are people like Style Hall with... Um, um, vanity. I mean, we're laughing about it, but that Daddy Hunt series might be nominated for an Emmy next year. Nike did one. Nike Women has a new one out where um, it's two women who are one of them is a fitness expert and one of them is an introvert, and they're like, you know, it's their little, you know, Kate and Ally type best friendship
3: scripted. Didn't Logo have a um, a soap for a while? They tried to uh, do a run with um, a, a soap. Was it the uh, the Cove or? something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they've
1: done know. a couple, you know, but there's there's all these brands out there that, you know, if they wanted to do a Brad Felix, Luca story, partner with Logo, get it on Logo's websites, you know, there's just ways to do smart things and create ancillary products that you can monetize to steal. And that's why, you know, I am not a fan of Nathan Varney, but he is out there hustling, trying to find those things, You know, and I got to give him his credit for that as much as I would not want to. But, um, you know, you got to think outside outside the box. I mean, even with the Wan Chai fairy stuff, I mean, I made fun of it. I made fun of the Days of Our Lives characters. Because the thing of it is, you have to be smart about it. Like, the Wan Chai fairy thing should have been Sammy, you know, with the kids at the apartment. It should have been
2: flawless.
1: Yeah, it should have been, I don't have time to cook... Will you know? Just get you some one type fairy. You know, it didn't make sense that they had grandma doing it at a because she fucking owns a restaurant. I would cuss my grandma out if she owned an Irish pub and she trying to make me some Chinese rest uh, Chinese takeout. I mean Chinese, um uh, what do you call it? Freezer food, (laughs) TV dinner. You know that didn't make sense. But you know when they had and and also like with you know, I mean they were. when, the thing, the reason why that happens is when the sales team sells it, a lot of times the writers groan, and so they don't put any effort into it.
2: No, they yeah. just fling it in there. They're just like, well, you didn't say how to do it, so we did it. You they don't want to do it.
1: it. So it's like, we're going to have Teresa from Passions when she was on Days in the middle of talking about her romance to Brady Black. And she's like, you know what? Ugh, I need some Midol. It's like, why do you need some model right now? I mean, you know, there are smarter ways to do that than, you know.
3: Well,
4: that's just it. They need a branded content marketer. Hire someone for daytime for that.
1: Yes.
0: We would encourage everybody to think outside the box, whether it's Emmys, watching soaps, or listening to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, write us a review, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash confidential, Add us as a friend on Facebook or like us there, uh, facebook.com slash confidential. Jamie, where can they find you on Twitter?
1: They can find me at Jamie, J-A-M-E-W-O. Oh, no.
0: What are you? <laughs> the, the, the the way you started with you, the sound of your voice, I was like, <laughs>
1: okay,
3: you're, you're waiting for something. Oh.
0: Yeah, I was.
1: I totally <laughs> was. I was not going to be vulgar. I was simply going to tell people they can find me at just enough fun for you and your <laughs> <spouse>. uh, <laughs> That's what I knew. No, it's J-A-M-E-Y no. Underscore Giddens. G-I-D as and Dog. D as and Dog. E and
2: Jillian. Uh, twitter.com slash, uh, slash Jillian that is. Sarah? Um, at Deep
4: Soap on Twitter.
3: Mike, Just before Deep I have to say Soap. something like daddy for you.
1: No, boy!
4: Uh,
1: it's, no. At, it's at MPJ24. Mike, you can get them to break. You and, you and your guy should do a reality show for Daddy Hunt. See? <laughs> No! What are you okay. um, um, As always, you can find me on Twitter. I'm long Kurt. lost son. I'm trying to make <laughs> some money, okay?
0: <laughs> I thought you were an Onassis, not a Kardashian. Hey. Until hey. next time, so long. Bye. Right.
1: The Kardashians on the cover of uh, O. You
0: know, they
4: are? Again, wow. and it's not the first time.